At the moment, we are talking about the practice of corporate presence in the context of taking ground in spirit together as apostolic kingdom family. And we've already heard so far that when we get together, when we get together in a corporate gathering, it's different to when I'm on my own. It requires something different of me um, to when I'm on my own. And we've heard the idea that we need to bring a plate like a good old Aussie barbecue. You don't just turn up without bringing something. Um, you bring something along. And I want to pick up on that idea some more right now. Now, here's the big idea. The big idea is this, you're not meant to wait for what is served up at the gathering. You're not meant to wait for what's served up at the gathering. You are meant to bring something. You're meant to bring your fire. You're meant to bring your sacrifice. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 14, and we spent some time in there um, last week. And let's pick up uh, another little theme in there again. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 26. It says, what then shall we say, brothers and sisters, when you come together, each of you has a hymn or a word of instruction, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation. Everything must be done so that the church may be built up. Notice Paul says there, each of you has something. And there's options there, a tongue, an interpretation, a hymn, a word of instruction. And I don't believe that that's meant to be an exhaustive list, that it has to be one of those four things. But the idea, he's saying each of you has something, and he almost says it like, you know, it's obvious, it's an expectation that when you come together, that you don't come relying on what's there, you come bringing something to contribute, something to add to the fire. So come prepared with something. Be prepared to bring your fire to our corporate gatherings. So I want to challenge you to think for a moment and to think about how you prepare to come to church. Now, I have three kids. I know what this is like. I know that at times it can be tough. I know the idea of hurry up, get in the car, what, you're not dressed yet, all of that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very well familiar uh, with that idea. I don't see, though, in Scripture anywhere it says, you know what, Come bringing something, come bringing a word, a hymn or whatever, unless of course you've got kids or unless you've had a busy week or unless, 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 there's no unlesses in there. The assumption is that all of us, no matter what our world is, we're gonna come and bring something. So what are you bringing when we gather? And sometimes I'm bringing a tender heart. Sometimes I'm bringing an open heart. Sometimes I'm bringing a willing heart. Sometimes I'm bringing an offering of praise or an offering of thanks as I've recalled what I'm thankful for during the week. Sometimes I'm bringing a fire in my heart as a result of doing what Paul says in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6 of fanning into flame the gift of God that is in me. But what is it for you? What is it that you bring? And it's not the same every week. And I want to challenge us to come to our corporate gatherings different to what we have in the past. I want to challenge us to, to get there and to be ready. And in particular, a really pragmatic thing. I want to challenge us to, to be there on time and ready to start. Because it's really difficult to take a group on a journey when half of the group turns up halfway through the journey. Uh, that makes it a whole lot harder. 
So I want to encourage you to, to think about how you're coming and how you're arriving. Not just turning up to do a religious duty, but I'm coming bringing something. I'm coming bringing some fire out of my own life to pour into the corporate fire so that all of us go to a higher level. You know, we talked last week about it's not about you when we get together corporately. It's about the common good. It's about everyone else getting blessed and edified. And if all of us come with that heart attitude, the water level is going to lift all the way through. Bring something. Come prepared. Don't just turn up haphazardly. Bring something with you. Paul says, everyone has a hymn, a word of instruction, a tongue, an interpretation, a something. Everyone has something and every one of us has the capacity to bring something as we gather together. So I want to challenge you, prepare differently. Prepare more intentionally. Don't just turn up to do a religious duty that you can fulfill when you get there. Come prepared because we're meant to bring something. If you can't bring fire, if you're not feeling the fire, if it's just, you know, if you've been in a place of discouragement, um, a place of pain, and you're feeling like, you know what, I don't have a fire to bring right now, and we all have times like that, then there is something that all of us can bring, and that thing is called a sacrifice. Now, what I'm not talking about here, just for the record, I'm not talking about a sheep or a cow or any other kind of animal and slaughtering it. That was Old Testament stuff. Um, I am talking about Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15, which says, Let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of our lips that openly profess his name. What I'm talking about is a sacrifice of praise. And that is something all of us can do all of us can bring no matter what we're going through no matter what place we're in all of us can do that now it's called a sacrifice for a reason a sacrifice can be anywhere from mildly inconvenient to downright costly so it can be praising god when it's the last thing i feel like doing it can be stepping out on a prompting from the Holy Spirit when you're feeling a bit unsure. It can be stepping beyond your comfort zone um, in terms of your physical expression of worship. It could be opening your heart in a vulnerable way for the benefit of others. There is, there is a lot of ways that we can bring a sacrifice. And it begins with, I am willing to be inconvenienced for the common good, for the sake of the whole. I'm willing to push past my, the bounds of my own individual comfort because though my circumstances may be challenging, though my emotional or soul world may be challenging, he hasn't changed. He is still worthy of all of our worship, of all of our praise. He is always worthy of all of our attention and all of our affection. That hasn't changed. And I want to encourage us to, to take a step up um, in our intentionality around worship because our worship is based not on how we feel, but our worship is based on who He is, on who our Father is, on who Jesus is, on who the Holy Spirit is. That is what our worship is based on. I said a couple of weeks ago that as a community that we need to pay attention to the fire, that we need to keep watch over the fire because our call, you know, I shared some, a prophetic word that I was given back in Reading that wasn't to bring the church to the south, it was to bring the fire to the south. 
and we need to keep watch over the fire and all the stuff we're doing is all about that right now. But why does sacrifice matter and what has sacrifice got to do with fire? Well, simply this. Principle in scripture is this, that fire falls on sacrifice. Fire falls on sacrifice. We see this in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, uh, particularly the first three verses. And this, the context of this is the dedication of the temple that Solomon had built. And I'll pick up from verse 1 of 2 Chronicles chapter 7, where it says, When Solomon finished praying, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. The priests could not enter the temple of the Lord because the glory of the Lord filled it. When all the Israelites saw fire coming down and the glory of the Lord above the temple, they knelt on the pavement with their faces to the ground, and they worshipped and gave thanks to the Lord, saying, He is good, His love endures forever. What we saw there is where does fire fall? Fire falls upon sacrifice. The fire of God comes as we move beyond our own comfort zone. And you know what? One of the biggest gods, little g gods in Western world is this thing called comfort. It's, it's one of the biggest things that absolutely rules our lives. And it has absolutely nothing to do with the kingdom life at all. Father is more interested in your character than he is your comfort. It doesn't mean he won't comfort you. He is the comforter, but the comfort is him, not the stuff, not the convenience. We need to get past this comfort thing and realize this is about who God is. And I need to push beyond myself and push into who he is, step into who he is, declare who he is. And then my situation starts to become like that which I'm declaring. Smith Wigglesworth was a... Uh, an incredible man of God. He was a revivalist uh, back in the early 1900s. And he made this bold, what would seem like an almost arrogant, well, like seem like a very arrogant statement, actually, if you didn't understand what he was saying. And what Wigglesworth said was, if God's not moving, I will move him. When he was in a meeting, he would say, if God is not moving in that meeting, if God is not moving, I will move him. What did he mean by that? Well, if you have a look at what he said, what he understood that fire fell on sacrifice. And he said, if there was no sacrifice in that room for his fire to fall upon, I will be the sacrifice. I will put myself on the altar. I will put myself out there. And I know that his fire will fall on my sacrifice. It wasn't an arrogant statement at all. He, just, he understood how the kingdom operated and where the fire of God falls. Many of you be familiar with the song by Matt Redman that goes back 20 years or more called The Heart of Worship. Absolutely incredible song that, that touched the church world globally. And there was a story behind that song. It wasn't just a random song that he wrote one day and it, it went global. Um, the church that Matt Redman was a part of, um, which was a church called Soul Survivor, Soul Survivor in the UK, it was going through a spiritually tough time. It was interesting, the worship band, as the story is told, the worship band's creativity was actually at an all-time high. But in terms of where the body was at, something was missing. The pastor of the church, um, a guy by the name of Mike Pilavachi, asked his congregation what they were bringing to God in worship. He said, what are you bringing to God in worship? Or are you just here as consumers soaking up the music? 
His point was that the band and the church had lost their way a little bit. Well, actually, probably lost their way quite a lot in worship in the midst of all the hype and um, you know the, the quality of sound, the quality of music. They'd lost their way in worship. And from Pastor Mike's perspective, the only solution was to strip out every diversion and every distraction. That included the entire sound system, the entire worship band. Stripped it right out. And as the story goes, I believe it was the first Sunday he did that. They, they were there with a room full of people. We're talking teenagers through to, to, you know, quite old. Room full of people, just them, their Bibles. No sound system, no musicians, nothing. And he opened the service by simply saying, all right, who's got a sacrifice of praise to bring? Wow. Apparently for the first week, it was pretty awkward. Um, there was a lot of silence. But after that, something incredible happened where people started to bring a sacrifice of praise. Their worship started to come out of their heart and started to become this incredible fragrance. And out of that, Matt Redman wrote that song, uh, which he thought was just something for his own personal journey, but realized as he shared that song, it was something that touched the world that says, I'm coming back to the heart of worship and it's all about you. You know, our society, our Western society, it's all about me, how I feel, how I'm doing, what I connect with. But the kingdom's all about him. The kingdom is all about the king. And I want to challenge us as a family. We need to kill off this consumer mentality and come together as a family of laid down lovers who are willing to bring the sacrifice of praise. I want to challenge us. I want to challenge you, as you come together, as we come together this weekend, what are you bringing? What are you bringing into our mix? I want to challenge you, come prepared. Don't just turn up randomly, come prepared. I want you to come ready to bring a sacrifice. Have a look at 1 Corinthians 14, 26. You know, there's a few options there, but it's not the only options. Come ready to bring something, ready to bring a testimony, ready to bring a word of encouragement. You know, I actually broke myself out of a, out of a, a period of depression um, years back by determining that whenever I came to church, I wasn't going to leave until I'd brought a word of encouragement to at least three people in the room. Didn't feel like it, but it was just my determination as to how I was going to break out of it. And it made a world of difference. I always felt better by the time I left than when I started because I had come ready to bring a sacrifice and God always met me in that place. We're bringing a sacrifice so that we can all break through to a higher level and we can create the kind of place where His presence rests easily. You know, wouldn't it be great if we have such a level of breakthrough in the spirit realm, in the place where we meet, in that community center, that is a breakthrough such that even on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, as groups meet in that community center, they are impacted by the presence of God and by the open heaven that we have created on that place. That would be like way, way cool. As we do this, as we all come ready to bring a sacrifice, Let's watch the water level of his presence rise. Let's watch the intensity of his fire absolutely rise in our midst. Can't wait to get together as a family this coming Sunday and practice all of this stuff. I'll see you then.